Yes, each and every week, Thursdays are Caroline Wilson days, thanks to the Harvey Norman Clearance Centre. G'day, Caroline. Hello, Tim. Hello, Stephen. I'm fresh from a fabulous AFL awards night. Mm, you frocked up. And, and yeah, was it, uh, looked like it's well, almost bigger than the Brownlow. No, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I wouldn't go. Look, it was a really nice venue, good dinner, nothing like the Brownlow, to be honest. It was, look, it was a real pity that, um, it clashed with the Brisbane Lions Premiership reunion because it meant that, well, Craig McRae wasn't there, which I guess is no big deal, but Lee Matthews wasn't there to present the trophy in his name. And, um, you know, a lot of those Brisbane Premiership players, I just think, you know, I know it's hard to make these things fit in, but I was sorry that Lee wasn't there. Patrick Dangerfield did a really good job. Um, the Adelaide team's well represented in the All-Australian team. I'm sure you'd agree. Yes. Yeah. Which was, oh, oh well. No, no, we're very happy with it. <laughs> it was an underwhelming response. Yeah, yeah. No, look, it was great. It was good. Uh, yeah. I thought um, I thought the um, outgoing um, AFL CEO obviously had a bit of a say. Um, a couple of those St Kilda, definitely one of those St Kilda selections, but that was fine. Um, I thought Toby Green was a fascinating choice as captain, but I actually thought he deserved to be captain as much as anyone in that team. Yeah, Sorry, did done. you say the outgoing AFL CEO? Gil. Is well, Gillan McLaughlin is, is he going? actually... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, look, he, there was an underwhelming response to him when he spoke last night. I would have been mm. nice to hear Andrew Dillon speak, but anyway, we've said enough about that. You know, when fruit goes off, it doesn't smell that good, does it? When it's been there too long. Yeah, they, they, look, they, there is a feeling that they, there's a bit of a feeling that... The, both the commission and Gillen are just the administration slightly on the nose. Um, an impression heightened a bit, lifted a bit, I think, this week with the appointment of Laura Kane. I mean, at, at last they finally appointed a head of football, and she comes very well credentialed. Great story, you know, amazingly impressive woman. Um, but it is a big jump when you think that the last person to hold this role was Andrew Gillen. Who'd been at the AFL for more than a decade and um, is now the CEO to an albeit very impressive woman at the age of 33. I mean, it's just extraordinary to mm. rise mm. over the last couple of years. And, um, you know, they are getting someone to come into the Brad Scott role, the opera, pretty operations sort of performance role. But I still reckon, Stephen, they need someone who is well versed in clubland and who understands the difficulties of running a club, because I yeah. still don't think, and I think Andrew Dillon, who's done the rounds of every club more than once this year, I, I think he's realised that even more, having visited all the clubs. Mm. So, so it's not Josh Marnie? Really Josh Marnie's not filling that gap? No, he, he, his role is more of a, um, no, the, the footy performance role is not the Josh Marnie role. That's going to be more of an operational role. Okay. Mm. So there'll be Josh Marnie, there'll be... Um, the person in charge of umpires, who is currently Lisa Laurie, there'll be Nicole Livingston in charge of AFLW, and there'll be a footy performance role, which is the role which was very much the front man, stroke woman role that Brad Scott held. So I'd be amazed if that person doesn't come from an AFL club. Okay. So just back to Laura Kane, I, I, I read her bio and I had a look at her, her rise and rise, and, and no doubt. She's very well credentialed and impressive, you know, a lawyer and all that sort of stuff. How did she go at North Melbourne? She was there for five years. I mean, I look at that in its entirety, strategic manager, football manager. She left and they've been bottom for the last three years. 
Well, it's interesting you say that, Stephen, because um, I was talking to Carl Delina, the former North CEO who employed Laura. She actually went for a job for their community program, The Huddle, and missed out. She was very senior in um, Melbourne Uni football and was a personal injury lawyer. He wanted to get her in some, uh, in some role, so he brought her in. She ended up being the football operations boss of women's and men's football at North under Cam Joyce, who was like the football executive, GM of football mm. at North Melbourne. And when, you know, remember there was a big clean out, Brad Scott left, Carl Delina left, um, Cam Joyce left at the end of, I think, oh, I think I want to say it was all happened over 2019. The view was that Laura Kane would be promoted into the Cam Joyce role. But if you remember, they brought in Brady Rawling. Yep. And Brady Rawling, and, and, mm. and he did that role, and she wasn't promoted. And Brad Scott, when I had gone over to the AFL and poached her, and North still say, and Sonia Hood, the chairman, still says she's disappointed the AFL poached Laura Kane because she was a star. But the AFL would say they should have promoted Laura Kane into the top football role and they okay. wouldn't have lost her. Okay. So it depends on who you talk to. But <laughs> it is interesting. I, I think they thought she was a gun and she certainly ruffled a few feathers when she set up their AFLW team because she had so many connections in AFLW and was able to get some pretty good players. Yeah. Let's jump to the CBA. Is that getting ugly? Look, Stephen, for the first time, I think there is talk of some form of industrial or some form of action. Ooh. I'm not talking about a player's strike, certainly not on the eve of the final. And, the, you know, this has happened before in other negotiations, Tim, and mm. they have reached a resolution. It looks like they're miles apart and then suddenly things get fixed. But as we sit here tonight, the term delicately poised would probably be the correct term. Mm. Nothing much has happened in the last two weeks. It is very delicately poised. And no one will tell me from the PA what the plan of action is, but there is a plan. What's the sticking there is points? A plan. What's what's well, holding up? Well, uh, there are a few sticking points. Obviously, they're pretty much agreed on that twenty-eight percent share of the overall revenue for the men. But now they're in a joint deal with the women, and they want to lift it up to about thirty-one and a half, thirty-two percent. I think it is overall over the next five to eight years a share of revenue for men and women. Mm-hmm. So on average, they want for the women one and a half to two and a half percent of the game's overall revenue. The last deal, the other big sticking point, in the last deal, they agreed they wouldn't take the revenue from Marvel Stadium profits in that deal. That would start with this deal. Now the AFL want to put that off. They don't want to share the Marvel Stadium revenue. They want to reduce the players' leave is one thing that they're blueing about. They want to, according to the players, reduce their um, commercial earning capacity, you know, outside of, you know, the stuff they do for their clubs. So I guess that means third-party agreements. Yeah, and there's even a dispute about some um, past players, revenue for the past players, which the AFL say the players themselves should cover. So there's a lot Ooh. of sticking points. But I, I would say the the women's side of it and their revenue is something the AFL, you know, you know they presented to the clubs in the middle of the year and said, you know, ratings were well down 70% on the first year, attendances 70% down on the first year. They basically talked down the women's code to um, defend their position of not wanting to give them the pay rises and the share of revenue that um, the PA are asking for. So, as I said, this is now 
three people in the room, is my understanding, Stephen. There's Gillen, Dylan, and Marsh. And in the last two weeks, they've pretty much gone nowhere. I'm interested in the reduced lead. That's a really interesting one. I know the coaches, I don't know if you talked to coaches in the last few weeks. Well, obviously for the Adelaide coaches, they're not port because they're in the finals. But the coaches are really frustrated, for example, they could only talk to their players in their exit interviews. They had until Wednesday, till yesterday. Mm. After that, players had to go on leave. There was no more exit interviews. Some coaches find that incredibly frustrating. So it's a, yeah, I'm I'm concerned for the first time. As I say, things can turn around quickly, but I'm concerned when I hear there is a plan of action, and when I hear that some clubs, some CEOs have gone to their boards and invoked a scenario where there might be industrial action by the players and they have put a plan in place too. Mm, couldn't I, see it happening in September. Mm. Hey, Caroline, no, no. I, no, 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 I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying it's going to happen okay. in September, but no. other things might happen, whether it's, it's the media performances or, look, I don't know, but there is a plan. Mm. Hey, Caroline, uh, before we get to Luke Beveridge future, uh, Adam Simpson survived. Yeah, extraordinary, wasn't it? I'm actually pleased for him. I, I don't think he's had anything to coach. <laughs> I think he's had oh, nothing on the park. Uh, you, seriously? I mean, yes, every seriously. leader at that club, every leader at that club, Tim, is responsible for the state of the list and the fact that they ignored the, the list, the ageing list, the direction in which they were heading. Every leader in the club is responsible for the high performance issues and the strength and conditioning issues that have led to the spate of injuries. No one can excuse 100 points plus losses repeatedly in a year. I just. Well, then you have to I, sack I every position, which is yeah, not going to happen. Well, well it, uh, look, maybe you're. I, I like Adam Simpson too, and I hope it works out for him. I have never seen ever in my history of covering footy, which began when I was, you know, 20 in the early 80s, a coach survive a season like that. I don't know about you, but obviously it could have been his term as well. Absolutely. Yes. They are a very wealthy club. They've got millions of dollars in the bank. So they could have afforded to pay him out. Back when you started, they wouldn't have had a soft cap back then. That, that, that. All right, no need to. And, and, and look, you know, I, I still think Trevor Nisbet will probably fall on his sword at some point in coming weeks. It would be amazing if he didn't. But, you know, you say one thing about West Coast, they're stubborn. It has been said that um, the board never actually looked at sacking Adam Simpson. I don't believe that. I think they very much looked at um, terminating their coach and starting again. I think it's less to do with the money, Tim, than the state they're in at the moment and the lack of available options that they really wanted to go to mm. if it wasn't Adam. Okay. But, you know, good luck to him and the rebuild begins and he's part of it mm. and let's see where it heads next So year. where's Lukey let's Beveridge at then? Well, I think he's got one more year okay. to turn it around, quite frankly. I think that the club is, has been concerned with some of his, not only the players' performances but the media performances. I think they, they think he could have um, framed things a bit better. His comments about the state of the list um, a few weeks ago and the lack of sophistication of some media in understanding where the list was really at went against everything his CEO had said when he said they're a top four team. Mm. For the first time, the CEO and the head of footy are making decisions. Two coaches have now gone. I think more will go in the coming weeks. 
And I think that, um, I, I, as I said on Pretty Classified the other night, I think Stuart Dew is one in a long list of senior assistants the club is looking at bringing in to help Luke Beveridge, mm. who has lost some really good talent in recent years. And, you know, there are some very, very unsatisfied players who are frustrated with the uneven nature of Luke's coaching at times mm. and the lack of um, consistency and continuity of selection, etc. So it's going to be really interesting. But for the first, and you know, and Luke Beveridge, is, he will dig in and he will coach his way out of this, or, you know, well, I don't think he's going to self-destruct, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, I think for the first time he's under genuine pressure. A, t- a tough year and coming up. Even though he's got, he's got two years to go on his contract, but there are protections for the Bulldogs, and it won't be the massive payout if he goes next year that would have involved with Adam Simpson. Okay, another premiership coach. Well, on um, Essendon, I mean, who's worse? Essendon or Eagles or... Bulldogs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at the Bulldogs list, I think they severely underperformed this year, Stephen. Yes. I think they were they yeah. are a final list. That is not, no and it, it, I, it's potentially a top four list. Essendon is not a top four list, and they lack grunt, they lack firepower, and in the end, they performed a lot better on numbers than they did last year. But they just ended their season appallingly. Um, David Barron, the chairman, gave an interview on Melbourne Radio the other day and was unconvincing in this ongoing sort of... Kira, what's that, a galara on his shoulder? <laughs> I know, I, I know. It's, um, I'm, I'm standing outside because it's a really good line and um, the birds are going nuts. God, you got a couple of nuts sitting on your shoulder and they're bloody going berserk, those galars. Well, I'm actually, I'm actually in Sydney. Um, oh. There's um, oh. some, yeah, there's some stuff going on for Channel 9. Anyway, I won't okay. go into that. Ooh. Um, it's a beautiful night here in Sydney. Um, yeah, anyway, no, look, I, I think Essendon, I don't think Essendon have underperformed, but I think, um, I really think Brad Scott needs more support from his board yeah, and does. from his executive. And I don't, and I think, I think you'll see some changes to his assistant coaches as well. Hang on, you, you dropped Channel 9 and you're there for a reason. Can you share with us? Has it got anything to do with Sam Newman and Eddie Maguire and that marmalade head? Certainly. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 oh. nothing to do with that. No, okay. just, um, it's actually, I'm doing a promotional thing to oh, um, just talk about what Channel 9 has and The Age and the Sydney Morning Herald and 3AW, et cetera, has coming up over the next year. In fact, I think that's me and Carl Stefanovic on stage. Wow. Oh, stop it, Caro. Jeez. I'll come back with all the goss next week. Top boys. Billy. Is, is he a good fella? He, he, I think he'd be a good fella, Carl. Yeah, he seems to be. I mean, I don't, I don't claim to know him very well, but you know, I've done, right. been interviewed by him, and he seems to be yeah. very good at his job and pretty yeah. funny. And but if, if I've got any good gossip, I'm very happy to share it with you. <laughs> right, Caro, we love gossip. Well, if he gets out of line, I know you'll clip him. When I talk to you next week, it's going to be Collingwood v Melbourne. Extraordinary oh, that that no. is on a Thursday night. Yeah. But um, I think the AFL wanted to give Sydney a, a big Friday night final and be. Probably won't see Sydney again after next Friday night if, if the results go the way we think. Mm. But it's um, do you agree with the sort of thinking that whoever wins out of Collingwood and Melbourne is in the grand final? I would have thought so. Well, it's a good run for them. There's no doubt yeah. about that. I was a bit they disappointed. Don't the, they don't leave the MCG. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed that a top four, two top four teams have to play the last game of the finals round. I, I think that's a bit. Uh, they well, got that wrong. A bit rude. Yes, that, yeah, that that was disappointing, wasn't it? That was that is mm. disappointing. And um, what hope 
do you give Port Adelaide mm. up in Brisbane? Neil. Yeah, I well, I just said if you, if you toss a coin, no, they they play well up there. If you toss a coin eleven times and it keeps coming up heads, it's got to come up tails eventually, Carol. There you go. Yeah, that's yep. Yeah. Oh, look, it, probability. Oh, I, think, I love week one of the finals. It's my favourite three yeah, week of the year, yeah. and yeah. Um, a lot of um, boys and men are sorted out. Mm. And we saw a few of them up on stage last night. It was mm. just fascinating. Yeah. By the way, what about Taylor Walker wandering out halfway through? <laughs> did, did you notice that? Yeah. Did you shake his hand, Kerry? Because you had him out of the team two years ago. No, shake his hand. I've had a, several drinks with him at the oh, Sorrento oh. pub last summer. Stop I didn't, it. I, yeah, I've told you that, haven't I? No, you haven't. God. He was over there for one of the okay. um, uh, one of the Crouch boys was getting engaged, getting oh, yeah, married. Yeah, that was Brad. And there right. was a there was a bit of a boys' weekend oh, at the Sorrento Hotel, and I just happened to be there with Mike Sheehan. Oh, funnily wow. enough, yeah, I knew he Taylor was there. Tyler and I had a great chat. Well she asked does. me around for coffee during gather round, but I never quite got there. So maybe mm. next year. Yeah, he gives and forgets. Hey, Caro, thanks for that. Enjoy Sydney. He forgives and forgets. You yeah. mean I forget? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> You're the one that attacked him. He didn't attack you. Oh, here we go. Oh, I think there's been a bit both ways. No, I'm I'm a I'm a Good. Taylor fan in terms of well footy, and I thought it was great to see him make well the Well done, Caro. All the best. Stay safe up there.